0: Right, Paddy is a black sheep dog, but is no good for sheep. Daddy says we have spoiled him. We have a big bell near the kitchen. Paddy will jump up at it and ring it with his nose. The cook gets cross with him because the men often come for their meals before they're ready. We taught him to do it. That's my dog Paddy a story published in the Australian Correspondence School magazine, 1935. It was written by an eight-year-old girl living on a remote sheep station in the South Australia outback. The magazine credited her, the author of My Dog, Paddy, as third-grader Barbara Potts. I know her as Granny. I spent this week with my grandma in Adelaide, the first time I've been able to visit Granny since the start of the pandemic. The eight-year-old author of My Dog, Paddy, is now 94. And on my last evening with her, Granny fetched a plastic folder with photos from those early years, way out in the middle of nowhere, a child mucking about in the red and the dust. I remember being scared, Granny told me, when I heard rainfall on the roof. Just a normal rain shower. It was so rare, I didn't know what it was. The family's station was vast, but it was tough country. My great granddad bought it when he returned from the Great War. In Granny's photos, there were barely any trees, just desert and scraggy little crops. A couple of farmhouses and a shearing shed with a crude wooden crane outside. Somehow, her dad and his men managed 7,000 sheep. Once a week back then, a train would come by with a few basic supplies. They called it the tea and sugar train. Granny rode a horse around the place. Her horse was called Dumpling. Her brother Pete had a horse called Bluey. Their dad taught them to ride with just their toes in the stirrups in case a horse bolted and they got dragged along the ground. So we went through Granny's photos, and there were photos of the sheep. There were photos of Paddy, the naughty dog. My favourite, though, were some of Granny's oldest photographs. They showed massive bales of wool piled on a wagon wheel cart being hauled off for sale by a train of camels. Oh yes," said Granny. "Of course, you know that the, the camels didn't need to drink. It was obvious. So Granny's dad, my great-granddad, eventually sold the station and moved closer to the coast. Granny was happy to go to bigger schools and to read more books. In the nineteen forties, she became the first woman to study physics at Adelaide University. She and my granddad went to Oxford. They completed their respective doctorates and threw themselves into computer science. Over lunch this week, Granny told me how she taught herself to program punch card computers when a single machine still took up an entire room. I explained to her the mechanics of modern VPNs, IP addresses, and cloud computing systems. We talked about various applications for 5G technology. Granny, at 94, kept up no sweat. Maybe I'm just a, you know, maybe I'm just a sentimentalist. But off the back of the pandemic, with a tenuous bubble in place, there was something particularly precious about deliberately taking time to share in Granny's memories. At one point, the little girl, born on an outback station who once watched camels taking wool to market, used my iPad to video call her great-grandson 92 years her junior. She's still fit and sharp, but anyway, you consider it, Granny has lived a rich life. I thanked her as we packed up the photos. I folded up the photocopy of My Dog Paddy, first published 86 years ago in the Australian Correspondence School magazine. And I quietly decided that, you know what? I might publish it again. Thanks, Granny, I said. You're welcome, dear. She left with advice for us all. Remember, with your parents and your granddad too, ask for their stories while you can.